Right, let's get to our first guest. He's already on the line. This is great. Oh, i Huge, are you? A little. a little bit nervous, yeah, same. Um, huge um, announcement uh, yesterday with Gil McLaughlin standing down mm-hmm. as the AFL CEO. So we're just hunting around who could we speak to about this. And, um, well, we thought the previous guy. Why not? Uh, would be great to chat to. That was Andrew Demetrio, and he joins us now. G'day, Andrew. G'day, Jack. G'day, Was. Thank you for joining us, mate. I really appreciate you jumping on the phone for us. Um, now, how did you take the news? Were you at all surprised or shocked? I'm sure you would have probably known in advance. Oh, look, I wasn't surprised. I mean, Gillen has done 22 years at the AFL and A to CEO, and that's a long stint by any account. So, look, he got to choose the timing of his departure on his terms, and I'm pleased for him and his family. Andrew, it's was here. Um, on what sort of parameters should we be judging him on his performance? Should it be more the business sense as well as a little bit of the football sense or an overall? How did you judge it? Oh, no, overall, I think he gets a lot of ticks. I mean, he, on the game itself, it's no doubt the game's in better shape. I mean, it's more free-flowing, the 666. Uh, more attacking football. I think we're enjoying watching the games and it's You've seen some premiers in his stint. They haven't won premierships for a long time in Melbourne, the Bulldogs and Richmond. So the evenness of the competition and the competitive balance is there. And on the other side of the fence, you know, he's introduced AFL women's, fast-tracked the, the competition there, and that's been a success. Done a broadcast rights deal in, in the middle of all that, which was a, a great outcome. And then probably the single most incredible achievement has been navigating the AFL and the whole industry through two years of uncertainty through COVID and he did a remarkable job through that, through the uncertainty and the and the, and the um, unpredictability of what COVID was going to bring so, oh look, on any account he gets a great pass mark, he's done a great job. Andrew, also when, to ask you what you went on from from the AFL, what you did next? What, who's going to chase Gill? I mean, he's obviously got some skills to perhaps go corporate or something along those lines. Who would be chasing Gill McLaughlin now? Uh, look, I think you'll get lots of approaches, and what he's got to do is is not rush into anything. Sit back and think about who who uh, would like him to do things for them. I mean, whether he wants another CEO role, it's up to him. Whether he wants to be a corporate advisor or sit on board. Look, he'll make that decision with his family. But I, I've got no doubt that he'll be much sought after. He's got the capacity to work in corporate Australia, if not anywhere in the world. And if he wants to stay in sport, he could turn his mind to that. But I don't think he'll work in another sport. He might, you know, I mean, I'm reading in the papers that he might be, someone might be interested in for the, for the Brisbane Olympics. He's more than capable of doing that role, but... Look, he'll, he'll be inundated, I'm sure, and he's just got to be careful what he chooses. And on the back of that, when we, when we choose the next uh, AFL CEO, can that be someone outside of the AFL world? It uh, could be. It might be my decision, or it'll be the decision of the commission, and they will throw the net very wide, and they'll, um, they'll be ex- exploring people within the industry and in club land, and also externally from other stakeholders. Um, but look, anyone who's in the industry, whether they're an AFL house or a club level, they will have a significant advantage on an external candidate. I mean, 
they do know the stakeholders, they know the relationships, they know the game, they know what some of the demands are in the vision of the AFL and that gives them a leg up. Yeah, what's the feeling like, Andrew, of the last day as uh, CEO of the AFL? I mean, I can imagine it's obviously, you know, just, you know, a little bit sad. You're leaving a great job and, you know, such a privileged position. But is it also just a massive relief that, you know, all that pressure is gone? Oh, look, I'm sure that um, Gil, like me, has got a big weight off his shoulders because he's finally made the decision and he's got to announce that he doesn't have to keep it to himself. Uh, on behalf of his family and, and, his, and his close personal friends, he just feel a sense of relief and be probably mentally exhausted having the build-up to the to the announcement. But the sadness will come closer to the time you'll actually leave the building. Um, if it's anything like me, you know, when you're packing up your office and you're saying goodbyes and you're walking out the door into the underground car park and driving away you, you know you become very melancholy and uh, and you know reflective about what sort of journey you've had um, but I would suspect at this point in time he's more thinking about what a relief it is to get that out of the way Andrew do you still have strong views about AFL and where it's going or have you I softened have strong views only because I'm passionate about the game but I do my best to keep them to myself there's nothing worse than someone who leaves an executive role or a senior role passing on gratuitous advice to the next CEO. Um, I'm just a football supporter. I take my children to the football. I yell at umpires and yell at players and and behave like any other person, have a pie with sauce. I quite enjoy going to the football now and um, um, that's how I'll keep it, I think. I'm very happy doing that. So your views, well, your views around the uh, ten Melbourne teams and a Tasmanian team. Well, I think I think um, AFL is a unique sport, and having ten teams in Victoria, if you started with a blank piece of paper, you might not do that. But they are here to stay. There's hundreds of thousands of supporters that follow those ten clubs. You've got ten in New South, two in New South Wales, two in Queensland, two in Perth, and two in South Australia. So that seems to work. Um, you want to move to a truly national competition, it makes sense to have a team from Tasmania. The only challenge there will be, you know, having 19 teams isn't really ideal. You would really want 20. Um, so that might open up the possibility of a team from Northern Territory coming into the competition at the same time. And you can have a tenth game for broadcasters and generate some more revenue. But Tasmania and Northern Territory would complete the national footprint. Um, so I hope that Tassie puts its best foot forward. It deserves the opportunity. It's been a great contributor to the game. It's got a great history with the game and some of the best players ever played have come out of Tasmania. So let's hope that um, they, put, they put their best foot forward in the presentation and the commission and the clubs look favourably upon it and they can also look at a 20th licence. Was there a reason that um, you... I mean, obviously, you went to Brisbane and, uh, you know, the Gold Coast and Western Sydney for the two new teams under your watch, um, but was there a Tasmanian sort of enterprise when you were in office uh, that wanted a, wanted a team? Uh, look, we, we chose where we wanted to put the teams, and Tasmania obviously got a look in, but at the end of the day, we couldn't afford to have one game in New South Wales and one game in Queensland every week, every second week. We needed to have a game every weekend. We needed to have two teams 
There are lots of NRL teams, lots of soccer teams, lots of rugby union teams emerging. So it was becoming more and more difficult for the Brisbane Lions and the Sydney Swans. Uh, there are also two very big television markets in those states. So having football on every weekend was very crucial in the decision making. That probably came to the expense of Tasmania in this round, but um, you know Tasmania will get its look in hopefully later in the year. Andrew, uh, we've spoken positively about Gill, and, and I, I saw his reign as, as extremely good, especially during COVID. There was there's reports in the media, but I mean they go both ways. They say this is what positive happened, this is what negative. The Adam Good saga, internally, how, how do you think that could have been obviously handled better? But internally, how do you think that may have been handled better? For me to say, other than I wasn't there, I don't know the discussions that transpired. I don't know what was going on at the commission table. I don't know what options they considered. I think, in fairness to the AFL and Gill, they've admitted that they didn't handle that situation as well as they could have. You know, when you're making hundreds of decisions over a long period of time, you don't get them all right. I mean, I can, you know, I can put my hand on my heart and say I didn't get everything right as well. Um, Maybe they could have done things differently. It was a very complex situation. It was very sad, particularly for Adam and his family. He was a great, great player and didn't deserve to go out of the game on those terms. Um, but that that was not a great period of time for the AFL. And, um, you, know, you know, no doubt they'll reflect on that and think of how, what they could have done better and what, what, what pace they could have done it. Um, but not being privy to the conversations, it's hard for me to comment. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, the other thing um, that uh, Gil put to bed, uh, I think it was last year in the uh, the uh, Queen's birthday um, big freeze, was um, the meatloaf uh, situation, um, Andrew. Um, just wondering, do we have any regrets about that one? Well, I did mention before that it, you, you make some mistakes in some of your decision-making. <laughs> So that was a mon- that was a monumental cock up. Um, he wasn't good, meatloaf. Let's be serious. He no. was shocking. He lost his voice. He had a panic attack. He sounded like a screeching cat. And I know we speak uh, we can speak ill of the dead, but I've always been a meatloaf fan, so I'm going to try and remember the good times and not the bad. Um, you got paid a lot of money to perform very badly, and that wasn't a good outcome. <laughs> but it's just unfair that Gil got uh, blamed for it all, but uh, it was under your watch, wasn't it? I know, I take full 100% responsibility and ownership of that. When you make a mistake, you own it. Yep. And that was not one of my finer, finer hours. Oh, very was, there, was there ever any consideration to the Angels back in the day singing, am I ever going to see your face again with 100,000 people uh, singing in the in-between part? <laughs> no, I could honestly say no, but if you knew some of the acts that we rejected in deference to Meatloaf, you'd be horrified. Like, we had some of the big names that we could have turned to, and I stuck my head out and said Meatloaf, so... Well, just give us one. Even worse. Give us one. Oh, uh, Bruce, Spring- Bruce Springsteen. Oh, you're joking. Oh, you could have had the boss. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we got the, we got the, we got the meat instead. <laughs> That's outstanding. Oh, I think that's all you got wrong, mate. That's yeah, the exactly one, so. right. I, I look at it as very rosy. North, North Melbourne is still playing. That's the main thing. That's all I care about. <laughs>
very good. Hey, mate, we're going to leave it there. But uh, thank you so much for taking our call. Um, it's a real honour to chat to you. Um, and um, and thank you for, yeah, so much for your time. Thanks, Jack and Walter. Thanks for all the things you do for sport. Well done. Appreciate <laughs> Thanks for that. Andrew Dimitrio, former Chief Executive of the AFL. Knock back Bruce. Oh, he got the loaf. Wow, what a decision. Look, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't mind a bit of meatloaf growing up. Bit of well, you had a, yeah, you know. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you but, had good um, songs, but yeah, you've had the choice. Wow.